Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about making friends as an adult. And I am sharing with you some of my own personal friend experiment. That is what I have been calling it. So for the past three months, I have been on a mission to make some new friends, specifically friends in person who are local, who I can meet and touch and... <laughs> it sounds a little creepy, but but friends I can actually meet with in person. And before I hit record, I was thinking about the ways in which I have met all of my current and previous friends. Now, I'm going to talk about outside of school and college and that kind of thing. But for the most part, it has been either through work, through a gym or a fitness studio of some sort, or through traveling. I have met so many incredible amazing, wonderful humans traveling, whether that be on group tours or just random people who have said, are you by yourself? <laughs> Do you want to hang out? <laughs> right? Random conversations that have been started. So I am very blessed to have friends actually spread all throughout the world. But I was thinking about, you know, it's easy making friends at work. It kind of happens organically, I think. This is just my opinion, right? It, it can be quite easy to make friends at work. Um, and I have found the same to be true through gyms and fitness centers and so forth. However, when you're outside of those environments or if you're in a workplace that you don't enjoy being in with people at whom you don't particularly gel with or you don't have any, you know, extra activities that you do outside of working, it can be challenging to make friends. So I want to talk about this. Making friends as an adult, right? There's nothing wrong with you. It is generally quite hard. <laughs> and I have learned a lot in these past few months while I have been on my own friend experiment journey and also through coaching clients. So many of the women whom I coach have also been on a mission to make new friends. That is something we have coached on. So I'm going to share various lessons and stories from this experiment that I have been, this journey I have been on, and we're just going to run through it. All right. So number one, if you feel like making friends as an adult is hard, you are not alone. All right. As I mentioned, I have coached many clients on making friends on the challenges of making friends. And when I shared my own personal friend experiment on social media, I was overwhelmed with messages and comments, both of support um, in being able to relate and also in the interest of becoming friends offline, in-person friends, right? Simply by sharing what I was doing. How cool is that? Number two, making friends is as an adult, is nowhere near as easy as it was when we were kids, right? When we were all squished into a classroom together and spent years of our lives in the same or similar circles, 
right? When we were paired in similar subjects, playing sports together, you know, in the same teams, working in teams, right? It was pretty easy to make friends, right? When we had so many similarities and things that we liked in others, right? But the question has kind of become, what about when we work for ourselves or when we don't belong to any sports teams or we've worked at the same place for years or, you know, we're in the same circle and we've had the same circle of friends for years. How do we meet new people and make new friends? Now, although it's not as easy as it was when we were kids, I want to remind you that easy isn't going to get you what you really want. Think about that for a minute. Easy isn't going to get you what you most want. Number three, the third lesson that I have learned. Loneliness amongst women is actually incredibly common. Now, I'm pretty sure Michelle and I touched on that in last week's episode where we were talking about, you know, relational aggression, making friends as adults, all that kind of thing. But loneliness amongst women is so common. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't have friends, but there is still a lot of loneliness. And it isn't being wildly and openly talked about, but it is there. So when I began kind of talking openly about my desire to make some new friends, As I said, I was overwhelmed with messages from women sharing their own struggles with this, their desire to meet me for a coffee or wishing that we lived closer together. Their ability to relate to what I was sharing was both encouraging and very surprising. So many women would love to meet new friends and more like-minded people. Now, I met one Instagram follower who initiated a coffee date. And she shared with me how she had an incredible friend circle, right? With friends whom she loved, spent lots of time with, but none of them understood her true desire to help people in a bigger way and her love for personal and professional development, right? They had a very different mindset to her. And she specifically really wanted to have some friends who understood her mindset, her love of personal and professional development, of wanting to better herself and help other women do the same. She wanted to have people around her who she could discuss that with, who got that, who wanted similar things. And of course, I fall into that category. So we hit it off really easily. But when she shared that, I could completely relate because I have a wonderful group of friends here, right? I have local friends and I love them. However, I want more friends. I want some different friends. Not saying there's anything wrong with the friends I have. No, they're amazing, right? But sometimes we have different buckets that we want to fill with different things, which is something I'm going to talk about a bit more in a minute. Number four, making new friends is just like dating. (laughs) This one cracks me up because it is awkward and it is uncomfortable to start with. All right. Especially if it's not just, you know, something that's happening, happening organically, like in a workplace. Or I remember when I met my bestie, Looney, and I call her Looney lovingly. Remember, it is her last name. I think I've told you this before. (laughs) But when I met my best friend, Looney, we were on a work trip that we had both kind of, it was like an incentive trip that we'd won when we were both working as travel agents and we were in Fiji together and we met on this trip and we instantly just hit it off. We were so similar and it just happened organically so fast. Like 
so fast. We hung out on this trip the entire time together. We came back. She lived in Wellington, which for for those who need context is like a six to seven hour drive away from me. So we weren't even close by. We didn't get to hang out in person, but we started talking every single day. We had this little messenger chat window open at work. <laughs> and every time my manager would walk past, I would like, I would like minimize it because we were talking constantly. <laughs> like we just hit it off, right? And that's great. That happens organically, right? But if you are setting out to do something, right, just like dating, right? If you start doing online dating, right, it doesn't necessarily start with that organic meeting a friend of a friend through a friend kind of a situation and it grows. It can be awkward and uncomfortable and require way too much small talk. <laughs> Yawn, I do not love small talk. <laughs> So if you ever meet me in person, let's dive into something deep. Give me something juicy to chew on. <laughs> we'll hit it off right away, right? Now, although it can be awkward and uncomfortable, as with anything, the more you do it, the easier and more comfortable it becomes, okay? Now, I did try some blind friend dates, and they were not my favorite. So when I say blind friend dates... um, that was, I posted in a local Facebook community group talking about who I am, what I do, what I was looking for, looking to make new friends. And I wasn't very specific. I just kind of shared a bit about me and said I'd love to meet some new people in the area. And I had a couple of people who reached out and like, you know, we went either for a coffee or a beach walk, that kind of thing. But I didn't know anything about them prior to us meeting. So I learned really quickly that if we don't have lots of things in common or certain boxes that I would like to tick, kind of ticked, then it's not necessarily going to work. So needless to say, from those, I think I had three of those, there was no kind of second friend date, let's say. <laughs> However, I did have one huge success here. So another person from Instagram actually reached out and said, hey, I would really, you know, I'm going to take a, uh, what did she say? I can't remember. Like, I'm going to be really courageous here and, and bold and just say, hey, do you want to go for coffee? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, the fact that you're asking, I love that. Like, if that's a courageous thing for you to do, yes, let's go. So she already knew a lot about me and had been following me and was looking for somebody similar and she's in a similar position. She's kind of into coaching and, you know, wanting to help women in the world and we had a lot in common and we sat in a cafe and talked for like two hours and it was fantastic, right? So I'm not saying write that off completely, but perhaps do a little bit of homework and a little bit of research if you are going to do more of that blind friend date style and just kind of learn as you go, <laughs> I'm going to give you more pointers for this, right? Um, one thing I, I do want to say is just like dating is both parties are often nervous, right? Like when you go on a first date with somebody, you know, if you meet somebody on like Bumble or some other online dating app, right? And you go on a first date, often both parties are nervous, right? That's normal. Now, with the work I have done on myself, I, I get comfortable in an environment pretty quickly. So I'm, I'm lucky in that regard, but I just want to say up front that like it's normal to be nervous. And I think that as women, we are very often worried about how we will be perceived, right? But just remember that you're both in the same boat, okay? You both got the same goal in mind of meeting a new friend, right? And it's okay to be nervous. Number five, make a list of what you want in your new friends, 
This was something I learned after, I'm going to say like maybe five-ish, six-ish friend experiment dates, <laughs> meeting five different, five different women and hanging out. Now, this is what I'm going to call a want match. Now, there is a podcast from my coach, Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School, where she talks about want match. And I will try and link that in the show notes. Um, I don't, I haven't listened to it in a very long time, but I do remember that she talked about this concept of making a list of what it is that you want. And she was referring to it in the like relationship context, like a romantic relationship context. Um, And when I was dating, I had a mental list of what it was I was and wasn't looking for, right? And I have my clients do a similar process where I have them write down what it is that they want, whether that's in a friend or a romantic partner. Now, it's not that we're necessarily going to tick every single box, but it's so that we have a clear picture of what it is that we are looking for. So I did this a little differently when it came to friendships, I asked myself, what kind of friends do I want? What is it that I'm actually looking for? Because as I said, I have an incredible group of friends already. I have lots of friends, right? But I'm actually looking for different friends. So this became really important and really clear to me the more I kind of got into my friend experiment, right? So friends I am looking for are people who are interested in personal and professional development. I would really love women who run their own businesses, right? Who get what I'm going through, where I'm at, right? The struggles and the challenges and the the like joy, etc. that I experience. I want to be able to share in that with other people going through the same thing. I want friends who challenge me and encourage me to think differently. I literally wrote down on my list the kind of friends who I have to go and Google the words that they use. (laughs) I love that kind of conversation, right? I love learning new words, new things. I love being challenged and considering different perspectives, right? I also wrote on my list that I would like some friends that are really wealthy and live a totally different lifestyle to me and open up my mind to a different world way of living and a different way of thinking about money. I also wrote on my list, I want to meet women who are empowered, positive, powerful, and have unique, alternative, different mindsets, right? Now, I'm not saying that the one, like I'm trying to find like one person who ticks all the boxes. No, like I want to meet lots of different women and it can be men as well, right? That fall across one or more of those categories, that is what I'm looking for, right? So when I'm considering catching up with somebody for a coffee date, I'm like, do I think that they're in this category? Possibly. Okay, great. Let's go hang out and see, right? Because this is really what I'm looking for. Now, I might meet with them and they'll they'll like, they might even come up with a whole new box that I hadn't even considered putting on my list of wants. Oh, yeah, that's a cool person to hang out with. And here's why, Right? So I think it's really important to get specific about what it is that you are looking for in your friends. Now, with one of my clients, she is specifically wanting friends who can do things during the daytime, right? She's been able to retire early, so she's looking for friends who can do things during the daytime, right? Maybe it's friends who can um, go and play tennis with you, 
right? You may be looking for something specific in your friends. Maybe it's friends who you want to have conversations about money with or um, single friends who can have conversations about dating and relationships with. Like maybe that's what you're looking for. Or maybe like me, you want friends who have a really positive mindset so that you can have positive and uplifting and empowering conversations, right? Get specific, okay? Number six, the worst that can happen is not hearing no, Okay, hear me when I say that. The worst that happens when you're trying to make new friends is not hearing no. Instead, it's what you make it mean about yourself. Right? Remember, we have an entire podcast episode dedicated to what you make it mean. (laughs) Right? Now, everyone fears rejection. All humans, right? We fear rejection. We are so afraid of hearing a no, getting ghosted or stood up that often we never take any action because of that fear, right? But that is never the worst case scenario. Yes, you will hear no. (laughs) You will get ghosted. I've had both. (laughs) I got totally ghosted, right? But the worst that happens is that you what you decide to make that no or that no show mean about you, right? So I had one person who I got their phone number through my partner Um, it was actually one of his good friend's wives and I sent a text and reached out and I got complete crickets (laughs) and about like a month later I got like a message saying oh sorry I just um you know been really busy with lots of things but but not actually like initiating going any further with it and that was fine but like at the time I made a really conscious and deliberate effort not to make that mean anything about me. I actually chose, hey, I know she's really busy. I know she's got a lot going on. She probably has a lot of friends and isn't looking to hang out with anyone right now. Totally okay. Like I chose deliberately not to make that mean anything negative or bad about me. Right? And it, and they're saying a no actually has nothing to do with you. It's always about them, where they're at, what they're looking for, what they're doing, what they've got going on. Right? So their no means nothing about you, everything about them, and as I said, where they're at in their life. Now, it doesn't hurt you to get a no until you make it mean something negative about yourself, right? Something like, there's something wrong with me, or I suck at making new friends, or this is never going to work. All of that shit is completely optional, my friend. Right? I want to encourage you instead to have your own back. Decide ahead of time what you will make it mean if, and I mean when, you get a no. When you get that quote-unquote rejection. Right? How are you going to have your own back? What will you make it mean about yourself when that happens? Okay. Number seven. Take action. <laughs> All right, I'm sure most of us would love to make new friends, right? And maybe even meet our romantic partner, right? In an organic way, right? That's what I'm saying here. It's a bit of a delay. What we would love is to make new friends or meet our, you know, our person, our romantic person in an organic way, right? Of course, that's wonderful. If that happens, yes, love it, right? And it will happen throughout your life, of course. But It isn't a reliable way to make it happen if you want it to 
happen, right? It could happen five years from now that you meet your new BFF organically through a friend of a friend. But do you want to wait five years and leave it up to chance? No, take action. Who could you meet in the meantime? What experiences could you have if you did something now? Imagine all of the new friends that you could meet, all of the new experiences and things that you could encounter, right? It is time to take charge and to take action, my friends. So here are some things that I have done during my friend experiment to create new friends and meet new people. So I joined a new women's fitness studio and it's the kind where you do a lot of partner or group workouts and they also have regular events. So we're often partnered together in pairs. So I literally this morning I went and I met somebody completely new. (laughs) Shout out to Kate if you're listening. But I have met so many people through that already and I connected with one woman who's in a similar line of work who like what she was doing really intrigued me and I was like, oh my God, we have to go for coffee. So, you know, already friendships are starting to be created in more of an organic way there. I'm still like, I'm still making a real effort in terms of like introducing myself, asking, you know, who are you? What do you do? Like if we get a chance during the puffing and the sweating and (laughs) all of the activity, right? But there's often a few minutes kind of before when we're warming up or afterwards at the end where we can do that. And I'm really utilizing that time to get to know these people a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then I'm saying yes to the events. Now, I'm not a hugely sociable person. I'm an introvert. I don't love going to events. I don't love anything in the evening. You all know I'm a nana. (laughs) I like to go to bed early. But... Because I deliberately want to make friends, it requires me to deliberately take action to get outside of my comfort zone. So I am saying yes to the events, to those kinds of things, right? In order to achieve the goal, okay? Another thing I'm doing is sharing on social media what I'm up to, right? I have shared, I think, two or three friend experiment updates, right? And just kind of explained what I'm doing, where I'm at, what I've learned so far, And I've been posting on both Facebook and Instagram. If you're not following me, make sure you come hang out on Instagram. I love Instagram. It's so fun. (laughs) I share a lot of cat memes, just not going to (laughs) lie. It's xena.jones.coach. And remember, Xena's with an X, my friends. But just sharing things on Instagram, right? Like sharing posts and like little bits of stories and, you know, on Facebook as well. It has resulted in many coffee dates. And new friendships have started to grow. How cool is that? Right? I actually, another thing I did was I reached out to people. People whom I knew. So I reached out specifically to somebody whom I had kind of briefly worked with many years ago. Who I always thought was super fun. And I really liked her. We kind of gelled really quick. So I reached out to her and she was super keen. We went for lunch. We hung out. It was great, right? And we've made plans to do it again. And I reached out to somebody else that I had met at like this kind of school kids event. And it turns out that one of my friends is good friends with her. It was just a funny thing. So I reached out. I sent her a message, (laughs) right? So I'm, you know, I'm deliberately taking action to reach out to people who I want to connect with, who I know tick some of the want boxes. They are some of the want matches that I'm looking for. So I have, you know, 
messaged them, invited them out for coffee and for lunch, for beach walks, that kind of thing, right? Hikes. And I've made it just really fun and easy, right? And it's been super successful. Not all of it, but most of it, right? Um, I also reached out to the people I, and this kind of ties into that, people I kind of knew or was following on social media and resonated with, right? So there were a couple of people I reached out to and I was like, I think you'd be really cool to hang out with, have a coffee with, that kind of thing. And I'm going to, I'm not going to lie, I got totally ghosted. (laughs) I got a couple of not right nows and I had a few laughs. Right. And you know what? I was actually really proud of myself for doing it because I was like, that person's like in a league of their own over there. I don't know what race they're running, but power to them. And I was like, I'm going to see if I can hang out. (laughs) The worst that happens, my friend. Remember, it's not a no. It's what you make it mean. What I decided to make it mean was that I was proud of myself for reaching out. So another way I have connected with people has been through Toastmasters. So I go regularly every week to better my public speaking skills, which is what Toastmasters is all about. And I have asked a couple of people out for coffee and gone out for coffee. I've actually made some really good friends through that. And now we have like this, this like little like local masterminding group and we meet every week and it's fantastic. Like similar mindsets, similar ideas and goals. It's great. It's been a great way to meet friends, right? And that just goes to, you know, whether it's, you know, different clubs or, you know, something that you want to get better at, perhaps be public speaking. I highly recommend it. Or, you know, sports teams, learning a new skill, all sorts of things, right? And enrolling yourself in a class. I I realized um, recently that they have a, it's like a a learn to paint class, but they drink wine at the same time. I was like, I wonder how much painting gets done. But that was like a, a fun activity that I discovered locally. And I was like, oh, well, that's a great way to meet everybody. Like meet like-minded people, right? Doing something fun and new and different, right? Look for stuff like that, right? And also another one I really want to encourage you is just to share your journey. Because if you are deliberately looking to make new friends, you will find that there are other people out there who also want to make friends and will relate to what you're saying and will connect with you right? Simply by sharing what I am doing, it has opened up new doors for new opportunities and it has started many new friendships, right? And number eight is it isn't as hard and as challenging as you think it is. It actually can be really simple. So ever since I graduated into adulthood, (laughs) That's a whole nother episode, right? I have thought that making friends is hard, right? I just literally thought that that was a fact. I I remember about age 18, I was like, making friends is just so hard. It's like impossible now, right? Because, and the thing is, everyone seemed to agree with me, right? So many people I would talk to would be like, oh yeah, that's just, it's just too hard, right? They'd almost write it off and put it in that box of too hard, right? And for the most part, I did that. I wrote it off. I left it to only organic friendships, right? That would come through new jobs or the group tours that I joined overseas, right? But what I didn't see is that that thought is a sneaky little limiting belief. If you are believing making friends is too hard or even making friends is hard, that could be holding you back and stopping you from actually doing it. 
right? Be mindful of that and go back and listen to the Limiting Beliefs podcast that I did. Um, it was in December, so maybe a few episodes back, right? I did one about limiting beliefs and how to catch them, change them, right? But what I've discovered since I began my friend's experiment journey roughly three months ago is that it can actually be easy and simple. It actually can be easy and simple. I'm repeating that for effect. (laughs) My brain loves to tell me it's hard and therefore we should avoid doing it, right? My brain loves to tell me that anything is hard should be avoided, right? Because of the discomfort in doing it, right? But... As I have said, and I shared you so many with you so many ways that I have done this, simply sharing that I want to make new friends was like one of the easiest things I could have done. And it resulted in people reaching out to me saying, oh, me too. Right? Simply like messaging somebody that I had worked with many years ago, who I'd always thought was, you know, a really neat person and had some similar values, reaching out to her and going out for lunch, so easy. Now we're friends and we're going to hang out all the time right? It can be easy and it can be simple, but we love to overcomplicate it because as soon as you tell yourself it's hard, your brain is only going to look for all of the reasons and all of the ways in which it's too hard and why you shouldn't do it, right? What if instead it could be easy or it could be simple, right? Think about that for a second, okay? All right, I'm going to leave you on that note. (laughs) It's getting super long up in here. So I am about three months into my friend experiment journey. And one thing, this is the very last thing that I'm going to leave you with, that I am currently playing with is time. So I have met a lot of wonderful, amazing people and, you know, many of whom are becoming new friends. But one thing I am learning is that it actually requires time to get to know people and grow and nurture a friendship, especially from scratch where I didn't know anything about them, right? Like if they've been following me on social media for a little while, I think it's a little bit different because they kind of have an image in their mind of who I am and they know a lot about me personally already. But when it comes to me getting to know them, this is what I'm discovering is that I got got a lot of questions, got a lot of stuff I want to (laughs) know. I like to have juicy, good, deep conversations, right? And it does take time to build that connection and get to know someone, much like dating, right? But what I have been playing with in my mind, which I find so fascinating, is that when I started dating my partner, who I'm with, is that it blew my mind how much time I was able to create and find in order to spend time with him outside of working. That blew my mind. So when you really want something, you will create the time and make it happen, right? So this comes back to priorities, which I think needs to be a whole nother episode in and of itself, is how much are you prioritizing what you want? If you want to make friends, you need to prioritize it. And that means giving time to it, right? So that's just where my my brain is currently marinating and where I'm at. So, my friends, have a beautiful, amazing week. Happy making new friends. I would love to hear how this goes for you. All right, come and hang out on Instagram or the Facebook and tell me all the 
things. All right. Facebook, Zena Jones and Instagram, Zena.Jones.Coach. I would love to hang out with you there. All right, my friends, take care. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you same place, same time next week. Hey, if you are loving everything you are hearing here on the podcast and you are ready to create a bigger life, a life with more love, joy and freedom, then I want to personally invite you to join me on a Zoom call where we can explore what it will look like to have me in your corner, helping you apply the coaching tools that you are learning here on the podcast to your life. Come on over to xenajones.com, that's X-E-N-A-J-O-N-E-S.com and book your free call today.